0: This is a headgum podcast.
1: Thanks for listening to No Joke with Billy and Adam on the Headgum Podcast Network. This is the show where we tackle a topic oh so loosely and discuss our previous, present, and future experience with it. Today's topic was this year's episodes. We hope you enjoy the No Joke Podcast. Welcome back. It is the No Joke Podcast. I am Billy Scafiari. I'm Adam Lustig. And it is the year end episode, episode 155. 155. We did it another year. Bill, 155 was the main, one of the main highways or like th- th- free, not freeways, like highway type popular country roads in my small hometown. Oh, 155 yeah? was one of the main thorough, one of the main veins. Okay, got it. Yes. 155. I feel like every UFC fight is 155. <laughs> I, I feel do. like they've been at UFC 155, <laughs> yeah. forever. I do like. I, I don't know anything about UFC. Same. I've like barely watched anything. But Same. the one part about it that I do like is yeah. that specific element of their branding that they just list the matches numerically. Right, and like that's just what it is. Right. I do kind of like that. There is something <laughs> like just like easy to organize about that. Yes, but 155 feels like it's been that one for they're, years, they're forever. Stuck there. Right. They're stuck there. Are you going to 155, 155. in the 155. garden tonight? Right. Could you even name one UFC participant in the world? Kimbo slice? (laughs) Kim? Kimbo slice? That's right. I think that's right. Right. (laughs) Right. I don't think – I think it might have been right back in in the days. Because Ronda Rousey's out of the game, right? She's a movie star now? Ronda Rousey – I don't know if she's out of the game, but she's definitely a movie star She's a movie star. Yeah. Yes. Um, UFC – I wrote that thing, the Malkovich thing for the NFL last year. Yes. The UFC hired Malkovich to do the same exact thing. Wait a minute. (laughs) Yes. The whole cottage (laughs) – For the big fight. That's (laughs) starring Malkovich. He did it? Yes. Wait a minute. Off camera. He he wouldn't go on camera. (laughs) Billy, you're – John Malkovich video. There is like a there's a cottage industry. There's a subculture uh, that surrounds that video itself. The day of the big fight in, at the UFC. I don't know what the big fight was. One fifty five. I think people were emailing me. Probably, yeah, was safe <laughs> to assume it was UFC one fifty five. People were emailing me. they thing, saying like, have you seen this Malkovich thing? And I was like, yeah, I wrote it. Yeah. And they were like, you wrote the UFC one. I was like, wait a minute. Yes. Here. That man is cashing out good for him. Billy. Cash out, John. Unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, and UFC is still – they're still doing the pay-per-view thing. Yeah. I, yeah. I think you and I were just talking about this the other day. We were like, who does pay-per-view anymore? Yeah. Like, who pays per view? Just go to Reddit. You <laughs> can stream everything <laughs> illegally. Yeah. Right, right. Yes. Some people still pay per view. Pay per view. Right. The UFC fans still pay <laughs> per, per view. view. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it is episode 155, Adam. Yeah, Bill. When this episode comes out, it will be Friday, December 28th. That's right. That is today, actually. We are doing this live. Um, right. Live. Right. <laughs> we, have so, an, we have a new 8 a.m. time slot. Yes, Bill. Which it, it just carved out for us perfectly. Hence our mildly hoarse voices. Right. Yeah. But I, I imagine that these episodes probably get gradually better throughout the episode because we are waking up. As the coffee goes down. Right. That's right. Right. It's directly proportional. So we'll be sipping coffee this episode. And Adam, what will we be talking about on today's episode? Well, today we thought, you know, tis the end of the year, a time for reform. Reflection. So we thought that we would just take a look back at the episodes that we have done this year, and mm. just take a quick sort of at a glance, right? Uh, look at our 2018 No Joke podcast episodes. That's right. Yeah. Specifically, the episodes. Yeah. Other podcasts will be doing a year in review yeah. on the most topical things in the news. Uh, we're going to do some navel gazing. That's right. We're going to look deeply inward. What did and we just, do? <laughs> what did we do? What did we do? Do you guys care? <laughs> We'll talk about our lives. Do you guys care? That's every podcast title of all time. What did we do? Do you (laughs) you care? do you care? (laughs) (laughs) That is the podcast genre. Got it. Yeah. (laughs) So what did we do in 2018? Yes. Uh, We'll go specifically through some of the episodes that stick out to us. Yeah. See if there's some sort of narrative that might be pulled out of it. That's right. Maybe we can check in with something that we've learned or unlearned about the topic at hand. Sure. Since we've recorded the episode. Right. I guess we'll just see. We'll just see. It's 8 a.m. We're going to have to see. Just 8 (laughs) a.m. Yeah. Uh Adam. Yes. The first episode we did in two thousand eighteen yeah. uh, was kind of a cool and uh it's a meaningful one. It was because it's kind of a big thing in your life, and then the people whose lives were our guests that episode. That's true. Um, we it was we discussed the Comedy Central television show Corporate, yet to be crea- aired, yet to be aired a R- year ago, right? Uh, and it was with the ho- with the creators of the show, Matt Engerbrechtson and Jake Weissman. Right? right? So this was Corporate season one premiered last mid January, mm-hmm. so they were sort of doing their podcast promo blitz, yeah. And they were nice enough to drop by and talk about. Making the show that is now entering its second season, and in real time, comes at the season two premieres, January 15. Yeah, so again, it's right around the corner. Did it premiere in January as well? Corporate, Jan 17 last got year. It. Okay, so like great. Just about a year so ago. So we were really coming into that when corporate, when you found out you got the television show, corporate. You find out that the corp, the show is being made. Then yeah. you shoot the show. Yeah. Now you're like two weeks away from it going live. Yeah. And this is your first like kind of bigger television show. Yeah. Um. Yeah. How does that feel? Like, were you like, this might be a big year. I might become famous. No, I, I didn't. I, I, I've i never thought that. Really? I, I don't think I've ever thought this will be a big year. I will become famous. Sure. Uh, I was just really and remain really, really proud of, like, this specific dark funny show right. that Jake and Matt have made. And like, right. I just think that the – I think the world of them and I think – and Pat Bishop, the other creator of the show, I just think that they're really smart and um really incisive and insightful yeah. with their comedy. And I was just really excited just kind of for the to, – to for it to be seen mm-hmm. for like – and it's – uh and for like for people like you, frankly, I'm like my dearest, closest friends to like see this thing You've that – You've make Yeah. Sure. So I felt more of just like a personal – pride versus yeah. like this is going to be a big freaking year like right right it was nothing like that it was just more like i'm really excited for my the people whose artistic opinions that i trust and who i value to like see this show that right. i think could be really special and unique and good right watch yeah. my tv show is what you were thinking you watch my tv show <laughs> <laughs> In um, simpler terms yes yes that's great though. yes and that show has been picked up for a second season it has comedy central yes january 15th yes tuesday at 10 30 you got it great please watch uh, let's fast forward a little bit. Great. Adam. You had that TV show. Yes. And I had a TV you show. You certainly did, Bill. My TV show didn't come back for a second season. unfortunately. Ah, uh, shoot. Shoot. But that being said, just four weeks later, we had the head writer of the show that I was working on. Yep. Talk show, the game show. Casey Schreiner. That's right. And that was an amazing episode. Uh, Casey Shriner is such a well-rounded, smart human being. It's right. almost intimidating. We almost <laughs> wasted his time talking about the television production process because he is such an outdoorsman and such a naturalist. Yes. That, that, would, that was just much more of an interesting – I felt when listening to that episode, yeah. regret that You're we like, didn't just go and talk about nature with him. Yes. Because he was talking about things that was like – I'm learning from you now. He is – he – similar to I guess that we had also Bennett Williamson. Like Casey strikes me as a person who could just like survive in the wilderness oh, for, for sure. months if he had to. Oh, yeah. Like <laughs> – He's the one who says don't eat that. <laughs> yeah, and he's he right. He can say don't eat that in the woods and you listen and to Casey. And be Katie. correct. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, he's definitely a naturalist. Is that what you said? Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And he is like a – I'm sure that we touched on this in the podcast, but he uh, started – I can't remember the name of the website at the moment. But he is like an – L, specifically an L.A. hiking outdoors like Goober. Guru. Modern- Modern Hiker. Modern Hiker. Go to modernhiker.com, ModernHiker.com to learn more about him. Yeah. So we both had television shows early in the year. Yeah. We were kind of coasting. Things were good. Yes. And so Bill said, I'm going to double down with my good luck. Oh, good. I'm going to buy some Bitcoin. Oh, good. And we're going to have Amir Blumenfeld on the show early February to talk about Bitcoin. That was wildly informative for dumb old Adam. And I we have I feel like we've gotten a lot of feedback from that episode. My good friend Jesse Mm -hmm. and some other friends who I think who have come to that episode a little bit later. I'm like, this is the have said like this is the most sort of practical primer for for blockchain finance, Bitcoin—that yep. like yeah. I've heard—I think Amir a really good. Amir does a really good job at explaining how it can. He work. He sure does. That was very zeitgeisty. That was enormous. Yes. At, at a time. Yes, the Bitcoin kind of bubble. Yes, we got it in February. It was really hot, like three months prior. Yes. and that's when me and Amir were making a little bit of money. Yes, we, we had that episode. Yes, we gave a primer as to how it works. <laughs> yes. And within a week, Adam, Bitcoin fell out. <laughs> oh, no. The bottom fell out. Shooty dude, the no joke curse. Came back for more. That's right. So we're glad you guys learned. Yes, but we're sorry that you lost we're all your money. Sorry about that. Yeah, yin yang. Yes, there's a yin and a yang. So I, I asked this out of sheer ignorance. Sure. The Bitcoin that isn't people aren't doing that anymore. So like, when that, that episode came, came out, yeah. uh, Bitcoin was worth one number. Yes. And all coins were worth a certain number. Yes. Each one of those coins, I would say, is now worth about one eleventh of their value. Got it. That is a small, small number. So, Got if, it. so if Bitcoin was worth $20,000 right now, it's worth around three. Yeah. So it's really plummeted. Yeah. Why do you think, what do you, why did that happen? I think, what that, was, I yeah. think that it was less of why did the bottom fall out and more of why did it go so up in the yeah. first place. Yes. It may have just simply grown. I mean, pe- people's instincts, like we see something that's successful and we all pounce on yes. it, whether or not we know what it is. Yes. And I think that might have been more of a, People got excited and wanted to make money in this crazy yeah, way, yeah. and then everything fell out because there was actually no infrastructure to support it. Yes. But I still own all of my coins, and I wait for that 2.0. I don't know. So now at least I know when to sell it. To totally. Everyone. It still does feel to me that, like, who knows what will happen in the future of this crazy, crazy world, right. but it does feel to me that, like, fi- financial things are in, like, such tumult that, like, I don't know, I, I-, I, do- I can still see a future where, like... What are we, digital currency, whatever this is, like does become the norm and is still like, I don't know. Sure. It does exist. Sure. Yeah. And it's the way that people trade. That was one of the topical episodes we had. That That was was a good one. Um, Then we had a bit of a more evergreen one that followed it out. Yes. Late Night Part 2 with our friend Nick Bernstein. Nick Bernstein. A very fun episode. We learned a lot. But I'd say the biggest takeaway we learned from that was um, the envelope, the misspelling of the envelope and our newfound love of the USPS. That's right. And their ability to send the package where it needs to go despite the typos on the envelope. No, the original story was that Nick's children had written a letter to a relative who lived in Cincinnati, but they wrote, (laughs) since a math, no zip code. Since a math. No zip code. Zip code. No zip code, full of typos. <laughs> yeah. The whole the whole letter was the envelope full of, address was mangled, and the mailman found the right it got home. there So we challenged the listeners of No Joke. <laughs> we said we want you to mangle the headgum address. <laughs> we want you to mangle our names and yeah. the address, and we want to see how many takes it takes. To get it to the office. Yes. And it was a treat. It bore some fruit. That's right. We definitely got there. We got env- envelopes with stamps in the wrong spots. That's right. We got envelopes uh, that just did, neglected to say place in Penis factory place. misspellings. Right. Yeah. That was a good experiment. And it, that was like, to your point, it was like, it was a real testament to the United States Postal Service. Right. It was like, people are using FedEx, like Amazon two Prime Delivery. Like, right. Like, let's not forget about the good old, like, right. through rain or sleet or whatever, or whatever. Right. Like, the post office works, man. And, and this is one of my favorite qualities of the show, is that we can talk about something very small, very kind of meaningless, but we will find one dumb challenge yeah. to extract out of it. Yes. And that's fun in the studio. That's fun for us to giggle at. Yes. But then it requires the help of you all out there. Yes. And we got so much love, <laughs> love by way of a single oatmeal <laughs> flake oh, mailed to us. Thank you. People were mailing us all sorts of just ridiculous things to try and find out what the weight of an envelope might be, how much they can misspell something. Bags of loose oats. So and loose that, oat, that's true. Unreal. I don't know if legally we can receive loose oat loose in the 2018. Loose oat, but that we being got said, it. <laughs> we received that loose oat. That really is the spirit of no joke. There are people who have, like, Patreon podcasts that yeah. they make, like, thousands of dollars, and they, like, ask for it, and they get it. Yeah. We ask for a single oatmeal <laughs> flake <laughs> in a misspelled envelope. <laughs> and and we, we got it. And we got it. And you should have seen the celebration that took place at on that day. Joy. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> and it's true, yes. It is just the two of us here in the studio at the moment, but we do feel, like, challenges like that and silly things like using the postal service right. to send us out right. does make us feel comfortable connected to the world. We received <laughs> peanut butter and yarn. Last year, <laughs> oh, that's right. Multiple of both. <laughs> Multiple candies from Canada. That's So right. many candies from Canada. Cutouts of uh, Carly Rae Jepsen. Yep. I mean, it's still just, have it. I have a D- Carly Rae Jepsen Dakota right yeah. now. <laughs> oh yeah, we got a Flint. We got a fire maker. Unbelievable. You dudes rule. Thank you a lot. <laughs> what was the fire maker for? I can't remember. Fire. That was like fire <laughs> to make fire. Correct. That's right. That's <laughs> right. Okay, great. Um, spe- one more. Yes. Yeah, spe- one more. Okay, great. Yeah. Speaking of uh, random Evergreen episodes, yeah. in episode one fourteen, we tackled one of the hottest button issues of our time: mm. printers. Mm. We really went out of our way. I wonder. Yeah, we should try and as we go through this list, try and figure out what the most inane topic was. This is up there. Printers is up this there, is up man. There. Printers. Wow. Were we like being? Is that our version of rebellious? <laughs> we're being rebellious. Is that us? We're like, only going to talk about printers. Non topical. No, we're going to be non irreverent. No one's interested. We're <laughs> right. totally reverent. I need to listen to that episode again. Yeah. Can do you have any takeaways from the printer episode? <laughs> I remember just giggling about the band brother, the brand brother. Oh yeah, that's maybe the funniest title name for a brand bill just bought a new printer and he, he i'm a brother guy i am br- i once went on a meeting with somebody <laughs> and i remember driving up to the meeting being like there's no reason for either one of us to be in this meeting we're not going to work together like this is purely pageantry i'm going to sit across the table from this woman for yes. an hour and we're not going to work together yes. i know it yes as we were leaving she was like hey can i give you a tip and i was like yeah sure she's like or i asked her yes. for a tip or something and she was just like if you ever need to buy a printer buy brother brand and for some reason i was like Why? this meeting is fruitful. It's fruitful. For all of a I, sudden. Like- I, this is the first thing that I listened to, and I was like, "I trust you now." Thank you for this takeaway. And I've, for years now, I'm brother loyal. Bye, brother Brand. Bye, brother. Brand. That's silly. Billy. <laughs> Bye, brother Brand. Oh, uh, Billy, I have to say that you one of my tweets of the year, as long as we're doing of the year. Billy, sure. you had one of my favorite tweets. You tweeted this a couple weeks ago. It was like, I can't believe we wasted the phrase "laser jet" on printers. Come on, fair point. I've been saying it my whole fair life. Fair point. Laser jet. Two, what, two of the most badass word. Two of the most badass words. <laughs> Imagine Ergo a one jet. of jet. Fa- Zoom. Laser jet printers. <laughs> right. Printers. Right. We're saving that for printing paper in Waste. 12 font. We wasted that Wasted. One. Just use bubble jet. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Printers keep jets out of it almost. So is is our printers in first place right now? I think that might for be the, the most, most in- inane topic of no joke of 2018 thus far for sure. So let's say that that is our goal for this episode. We can beat that. We're going to recap and we're going to try and like siphon through all these. But let's also try and identify the most inane episode topic of 2018. Printers is in the lead, is it? Oh yeah. Okay, guys. Yeah, it. <laughs> we may have blown past fruit. I'm not sure, but oh, I know yes, that's I out th- there. Yes. Fa- we also missed facts. Hmm. <laughs> Okay. Well, we certainly did miss some facts in 2018. Uh, let's go into our first ad read. Okay, we'll come right back with more no joke. Let's do it. Aye. We here at the No Joke Podcast would like to thank our 2018 sponsor Yode and their wood watches. Very cool watches. Thank They're you, Yode. Very cool watches. We've talked about these in previous episodes, yep. but we'd like to do it again. Yep. Yode, spelled J O R D. Nice. Has been known for its wood watches. But recently, they've expanded their offerings to include other elements from nature. Uh-oh, elements, you don't say. For their watches. Okay. Its signature series offers a variety of designs for men and women crafted from exotic wood, such yep. as koa, zebra wood, ebony, black palm, and many others which create a beautiful array of unique colors and textures. A wood buffet, you might say. A wood buffet, yes. you might say. <laughs> the new Sierra Arcadia, Sierra Arcadia. Okay collection includes four women's watches which feature elements such as white marble and black marquina, finished with rose gold, complemented by interchangeable leather or mesh bands. They're pretty beautiful items. They also sell leather and wood apple bands to fit all series. Nice. So just as a cursory explanation, these are more interesting watches than the ones that are probably on your wrists. Probably. If you even wear a watch. That's right. You should. Beyond the style and versatility of the watches, Yode's mission is to find a use for trees that are no longer viable. Absolutely. A tree falls down, someone picks it up and they turn it into a grip of watches we got one yode yode over here tree down a great majority of the wood for their watches comes from furniture remnants love that small pieces are recovered to contribute to watch links and cases that would otherwise end up in a waste cycle very good all of their koa comes from trees damaged in a natural weather event love that again They're recycling. They're upcycling. Upcycling. Thank you, Yod. Upcycling. And even though it's the end of the holiday season, that doesn't mean that you can't still get holiday return specials for you. Nice. Say you got a watch, but you want to return it for a different size or a different color or a different type. Yep. Any product returned before January 10th 2019, next year, still counts. Can be returned for a full refund. The holidays have been extended. Congrats, mm-hmm. holidays. And if you hate shipping, we got news for you free worldwide standard shipping. $0.00. 0 cents. First word, free. Yes. So here's the call to action <laughs> okay. go to Yode Watches, J O R D Watches.com yep. to purchase a beautiful and stylish timepiece that's unique to you or someone you care about. Customers who purchase any of their products before the new year, just a few days away, can take advantage of their holiday discounts and, once again, their extended return policy. Great. So go to yodwatches.com, J O R D, watches.com, and purchase yourself a beautiful. Woodwatch. Welcome back to the No Joke Podcast. Today, Billy and I are kind of at a glance looking through our podcast episodes from 2018. Correct. What we've talked about thus far. Correct. Yes. Uh, we had a nice episode uh, with Rami Youssef. Rami's the best, Rami's Man. a good dude. He's got a show coming out on Hulu. Hulu. I think it's Hulu. Yeah, self-titled, called Rami. Great. He's a good dude. Man, is he ever. We've known him for years mm-hmm. since like doing comedy in New York at the Pit, right? Yeah, yeah, And yeah, Rami is great. And he had a lot of great insight because he wrote and stars in and yeah. sort of created this. At the time when we talked to him, it was just his pilot. But I think it's since been picked up to series and that's really exciting. For yeah, Rami now and great, he's one of the faces in the Hulu commercials so- now. Is he really? Yeah, he's Sweet like one mommy. of the Hulu stars. Yes. Yeah. Ooze is charisma, one of the most charismatic, charming, mm-hmm. he's a he's a charm tornado. Yeah, that, that episode guy. was called Writing for Yourself. Yes. That's a topic that people wanted us to uh, kind of cover. And yes. uh, it's kind of cool to reveal the l- listeners' interests. Yeah. Like when they just email us, and they're like, hey, we really want to hear more about this. Yes. I thought he did a good job at that. Yeah, I think that's a- great. And I think that's something we can continue to do a good job as well. Absolutely. It's like trying to figure out how to talk about what we know, know. specifically writing with people. It kind of relates to a future episode that we had, episode 116, where we discussed the short film that you wrote uh, and directed, Triple Kiss. And you started. And I started Triple Kiss. That's right. So that was a really, that was also, so that was what, like Feb? Did you put that in March, I guess? Yeah, I guess I put that out in March. Yes. Because the episode came out March 22nd. March 22. That was a labor of love, about eight months of writing and directing and editing all that down. So fun. Yeah. Yes. That's a good, that's good to see that, March of last year. Wow. Yeah, cuz that really was like we, we encourage everybody it's like all the listeners and stuff like that you need to like just hold up and do your thing and it needs to be it could be a passion project it doesn't matter it yeah. doesn't need to be a job. Yeah. It's very easy to say that. Yeah. But when you when you do it and you like see the result like yes. for me um, it's very satisfying to be like you did it too. It's it's, it's major. Yeah, it's a really major accomplishment to have. Uh, and yeah, it is wild to think that that was all the way back in March. Yeah, because we shot that. We must have shot that then the previous like a year ago. That's a right, a year a year prior. Exactly. exactly. Right. Yeah. Um, but that was great. That was a talk about a labor of love and just a delightful collaboration. Yeah, it was really fun. <laughs> yeah, if you're looking to watch Triple Kiss, Please starring do. Adam, written and directed by me, yes. you can uh, go to. I guess if you go on Vimeo and just type in Triple Kiss, I have a website, BillyScafuri.me. Yes. Dot me. Oh. You can also. Find find Baby. yeah, Not me. Yeah. Uh, the next one was good. We talked about pranks. Right. We talked about history with the pranks. Sure. And I vividly remember uh, talking about an incident that we had where we th- uh, th- threw a cream pie right. at our friend Jen Curran's face mm-hmm. after one of her improv classes. right, And then the very next episode, we had Jen on mm. as a guest right. <laughs> to discuss fighting. fighting. I believe we apologized to her, I want to say on air, in uh, in the podcast, and perhaps. And I'm sure she didn't receive it. Oh, no. Right. Uh, but we talked about fighting because this was, uh, I guess it was in early April, and we were talking about the opening of the Ruby Comedy Theater, which is here in LA, yeah. where Harvard's talent team is doing some monthly shows. Right. But it was great to have our friend Jen on. Pranks followed by fighting. Yeah. <laughs> we're a, a highly a contestant. Aggro. An aggro a couple yes. of episodes. It's very, very confrontational. Speaking of aggro, yes. and this is kind of something that we kind of started laughing at throughout the year. We would do an episode, whether it was about the Knicks or about uh, Bitcoin or yeah. about the following topic, and it just seemed like something would always go wrong yeah. the next day. <laughs> yeah, we had a curse. Like we would just tee off something that no joke <laughs> curse kind of started coming out in 2018. Yes. So Kanye West took some time off of Twitter. Yeah. We hadn't heard from him in a while. Yeah. And so he then he did like five tweets. Yeah. Some insightful, some not. And we're like, let's just try and break down those tweets. Just like cryptic, weird Kanye speak. This is before Kanye West was back being Kanye freaking West. This was the beginning of it. Before all his albums came out this year, he was just kind of back. Yes. Kanye's Twitter. Kanye's Twitter. This is pre uh, the red hat, the oh, Trump yeah. hat, the Trump support. Way pre. This is like two weeks pre, not way. Yeah. Just before. Yes. We were like the last... Last, like snowflake that landed on the mountain that the avalanche just like, <laughs> yeah. fell off. Yes, it's true. But um, Kanye's Twitter. It's like the day that we put this episode out. It's like he – yeah, this yes. was the beginning of his manic – like He put manic on a hat like the following day. <laughs> he put he literally the- put on the red hat the following day. <laughs> exactly. And it was just like, what did we what do? What do we do? We right. made this. Right. We cursed this. Yeah, I've never had an episode – and maybe you have, but I doubt it – where I look at the title later and I'm like, that didn't age well. <laughs> yeah. Or like for someone just like looking at the list of episodes episodes they might think like oh that yeah you know or like feels like a little icky or like yes. why would anybody want to talk about yes that? i don't know if he had that like kind of like manic thing i don't know if we would then do an episode after it no do probably. you know what i mean yes of course breaking down his like kind of like mental episode that's happening like live and in real time when we did this episode it was like like you said it was like five tweets in it was playful kind of like oh is he promoting an album right it was, like, it was just like right. it was like seemed like a fun twitter stunt that kanye was up to crazy old kanye right and then I mean, like, it turns out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like we would never – I don't think we would do like a deep dive on Donald Trump now. No. You know what I mean? About no. like who Can't he is post. It. now it's just like, no, there's certain things that are just like too triggering and ugly. Yes. Kanye's Twitter kind of feels like one of that those That became things. ugly in retrospect. Right. That's where the timestamp of this is critical. It's like this is at the – like you said, the snowflake that preceded the avalanche. Correct. This was not mid – this is not mid lanch Correct. Yes. Not mid-lanche. <laughs> Um, all right, so that's Kanye's Twitter. Yes, uh, Adam. Any other? <clears throat> excuse me. Any other episodes nearby? I want to shout out one that we did a couple episodes after that, which was an episode with our friend Marina Schifrin, who came on to talk about her fabulous book that was called Thirty Before Thirty. She's so dynamite! Whoa great book another staff member from talk show the, talk game, show, show. the game show that's right that's she how you know is dynamite smart. whip smart yep really really interesting book it's essentially a list of things that she like goals that she wanted to accomplish before she reached the age of 30 yeah and she's just a fabulous writer and a really smart and charming and hilarious person yeah i think this I really is the book that. recommendation of the year for me 30 before 30 yeah any listener who i'd say beyond 30 like any listener under 40 it's just like or even like Any listener. There's just so much to take from this book. Yes. There's just so many like themes of just Doing what you believe in, yes. you know, taking on a little confidence, taking risks. Yes. And it's so funny. Yeah, it's she hilarious. Really re- she really writes like someone who's like grew up on David Sedaris. Yeah, yes, exactly. Knows how to write funny. Really sharp voice. Insightful essays. It's like yes. not afraid to embarrass herself on the page. Yes. Such a great book. 30 before 30. Really if anyone good. is feeling stuck and under 30 years old, yes, this book might start unlocking some things yes. for you. And I truly mean that. Billy, could you see yourself writing a book? Yes. Hell yeah. Yeah. Love that quick response. Oh yeah. Oh, baby. Yeah, dude. At some point, sure. Amen. Yeah. Amen, brother. Um, all right. We did an episode called T V Moms. T V Moms, where did that come from? Uh, I don't know if that jumps over it's... the uh, printers <laughs> for the most inane of twenty eighteen. TV moms. But it's up there. It's up there, baby. It's up there. Talked a lot about I think Estelle Costanza. Sure. on the Golden Girls. I wonder why some of our I favorite. wonder why. Why did we do that? Oh, Mother's Day. Mother's Day? Because it was Mother's Day, I bet. I bet May that 10th. was. Like, May yeah, yeah. There now, it. the episode after that, uh, we talked about trophies because that was pegged very, very specifically to Billy. Oh, yeah. You just, winning your two sports Emmys this year. Just found out. Dude. This episode, I guess, that I had won two sports two Emmys. Of them. That's right. Billy won two sports Emmys, and Adam has questions. Okay, so that right. was like mid May. Right. Right? Yeah. That was
0: sick. That it's, was
1: another huge life accomplishment. Big checkmark, Bill. Dude, big th- time. That was big time. Huge. Uh, did we do ourselves a disservice by not calling that episode Emmys? <laughs> would that have <laughs> maybe? Like, would that? Would people have or been more? Or Billy's Emmys? No, not yeah. that. But just something where it'd be like someone be like a little bit more. <laughs> like this is definitely a choice. A neutered version of something exciting that happened to one of trophies. us. Trophies. Trophies. Yeah. Maybe that's the cute, smart mm-hmm. uh, smart play. Yeah. Got it. We thought we'd sort of like peg it to the Emmys and expand it to trophies in general. Right. Because we have a lot of Taekwondo and soccer trophy experience. We have many more Taekwondo <laughs> trophies than we do Emmys. sports Emmys. That's right. Right. <laughs> so, so we can't. It's like a little broader. Right. Trophies in general. Fact. Yes. Okay, good. Hilarious. And of course, after trophies, you got to talk about. Curses. Curses. Got it. Because we had been on this no-joke streak, as Billy mentioned with Kanye's episode. We had been on this streak of, like, ruining things. Bitcoin, (laughs) Kanye, we just were ruining – the Knicks. We talked about the Knicks. I'm like, Porzingis got hurt the next day. We were a curse. Yes. So we had to address it. That's a good question. We Were a curse or are a curse? (laughs) TBD. Do you think we will curse in 2019? I hope so. I, I hope that our, I hope that we haven't I lost hope. the power. I, I, hope. <laughs> I, I hope that our power still lives in us. I do remember after the curses episode, uh, a lot of people reached out to us and they're like, "Do an episode about our current administration." <laughs> yeah, curse him. Just curse, curse them. him. Curse <laughs> him. Just talk. Get him about out of them. here. Right. He'll break his ACL. Right. Um, the next episode after this, I'm going to throw this into the perhaps the most inane Got it. of the year. Category. This is up there. This <laughs> is this is. Okay, I'm going to vote. This surpasses. I think this surpasses printers. printers. And TV moms? Because people at least know... Everyone knows what a printer and everyone knows what a TV mom is. I would say like 80% of our listeners, let's say this, Marina didn't know what this meant. Unbelievable. Episode 126, Mocktails. Mocktails. Mock Mock cocktail. Virgin cocktails. (laughs) Why why did we talk about virgin cocktails? Let's read the description. It was like summertime. We were. (laughs) Why? 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 Okay. (laughs) Mocktails. Let's see what this episode was all about. Because, all right, Billy and Billy (laughs) Billy and Adam leave the alcohol on the shelf and try to talk about about my mo- try try, we try. try is fair. generous Billy and adam leave the alcohol on the shelf and try to talk about mocktails cocktails without booze <laughs> fun <laughs> literally in the description but we're telling you it's fun also in the episode a critical oh. analysis of the offspring oh the legend of coco, coco lopez, lopez and a drink called the meg ryan <laughs> well honestly sounds fun plus plus adam comes around and music by Green Day. I, oh, okay. Give me it. Yes. Do you remember we it? <laughs> oh, yes, we played it. Did we double down double on that? Double down? That is so <laughs> awesome. Good, good for us. Honestly, good for us. We doubled down and played When I Come Around twice. Twice. Two times th- Why? Because I came around to like in Coco. I came around. I kept. <laughs> you Adam changed my opinion. Of- <laughs> yes. That is, so, that is a stone-cold stunner. Yeah, that might be, take my list. I don't know if that's the most inane or frivolous, but it might be my favorite one so far. Wow. So far. Wait, that wasn't Mocktails. Mocktails. That was Mocktails. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a critical analysis of the offspring and Adam comes around. Mocktails. Mock Got it. You're in first. That's up there, baby. Okay, that's great. up there. Episode 128. A Couple episodes later, we had a really smart guest. Our friend Dave Schilling came oh, yeah. on to talk about sports reporting, and that was genuinely interesting and insightful and good. And he's yeah, great. yeah, yes, yeah. He's written for like the Ringer. He's written for Deadspin, for Bleacher Report, right? Covered kind of the all NBA the ones. Finals. Yes, that's right. right. He had just. I think that was sort of why we had it then. This is must have been like mid to late June. Right. I think he had just come back from covering the Cavs Warriors NBA Finals. Right. And we were obviously wrapped and wanted to know what that was like. Yeah, and we've exhausted the LeBron James topic. We have. We've done that twice now with twice. two different guests. So yes. we couldn't do that again. That's right. Though we'd like to. That's right. And therefore, we expanded it to sports Sports reporting, reporting in general, yeah. Right. And Dave is really smart and great. And he had some sort of like... Uh, I remember that episode ending on a note. You asked him something like, would you go into this again or what would be your advice for future sports yeah. sports journalists? And he was like, don't. It's a weird industry in major flux. Like, yeah. Think, rethink that. Yeah, like, people very, do, don't a, just go write for Sports Illustrated anymore. He had a very honest answer to that question, yes. which was interesting because then we had Jesse David Fox on later in the year just a few weeks ago actually. Yes. And he said that he was listening to some of the episodes that we had done with other reporters. Yes. And he always was curious about the third act, the future of reporting and what these people's perspectives were. Yes. And he said that he didn't want to fall into the trap, his own trap, of doing what everyone else is saying which is just like dying industry get out media's dead forget it yeah he was like how do I put a different spin on it yeah uh, I'd like to listen back as to how he put a different spin on it yes but I remember him and I thought that was kind of insightful yes where it was just like I can't be a part of the crowd that just says everything's dying S- in front and of snarky and cynical and right. just sort of yes yeah. it's easy to sort of take that route what do we I know this is this is sports reporting adjacent um, the Players Tribune is the website that's all the athletes <clears throat> I'm sorry writing their articles from the first person people The Athletic is a newish sports website. That is just that is an athlete POV. That's just another that is not not Players Tribune style. Players Tribune owns the first person POV. I was genuinely confused about that. That The Athletic is just a sports culture website. I think so. Okay, got it. I think so. Great. Yep. Great. Uh, Adam, we have room for maybe one or two more episodes before we go into our second okay, act Okay, great. Two episodes after Dave, okay. we uh, did a sequel of one of our most popular, I would say, sub-franchises within the No Joke universe. Got it. Put it in your pocket. Put it in your pocket. We discussed wallets right. for the second time right. with HeadGum owner uh, and daddy, yeah. <laughs> Marty Michael. Yeah, Marty really brought it this episode. He brought it. Not only did he bring his wallet— he brought some uh, attacking words to Amir, Amir Blumenfeld. Had some really fighting words to say right. about Amir, keep, specifically about Amir keeping his wallet in his front pocket. There's Marty a line in the appalled, sand. A line in the sand. You either put your pocket, you either put your wallet in your back pocket or your front pocket, and neither one respects the other Marty side. Marty seemed disgraced by Amir. Right. Disgraced. Marty had a very organized wallet. He's a very yeah. organized man. Yes. He really brought it that episode. Yes. Very proud of that episode. Absolutely. Really People pr- on Reddit jumped. They were like, it's finally here. Proud of the Wallets franchise. Right. Proud of it. It's our blockbuster franchise. It's our Iron Man. If you're starting, if you're starting No Joke today, we encourage you to, second episode, go straight to wallets, part two. Because we take for granted that that is definitely one of the most inane on the level of printers. Mm. I mean, talking about wallets at all is dumb. But we pulled it out. Pulled it out. We made it. We made it topical. Stretch it. If you talk about it long enough, people will just be like, that's what they do. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's not weird anymore. It's just what, it's they, what they do. what they do. Right. Yes. Okay, got it. Good. While it's part two. Yep, that was a good one. Um, one more, Adam? Any? any sure. Other? Yeah. One more that kind of uh, stokes your... Um, okay, let's think. Let's see. Okay, this was sort of a, on a kind of a melancholy note. We were dealing with the recent dealing. Yeah. The recent passings of Jonathan Gold and Anthony Bourdain had sort of hit in a cluster, and we had our friend Catherine Spires on the podcast to talk about food culture mm-hmm. and food journalism in general. Correct, And that was really lovely and heartfelt. I mean, Jonathan Gold was like uh, a titan of Los Angeles culture mm-hmm. in general, and mm-hmm. it was just nice to sort of pay tribute to him, frankly, right? Um, in that way with Catherine, who knew him and had yeah, worked with him. him and Bourdain, right? It was yeah. Right, both of those? Bummer. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and she had another one of those. Uh, sad third acts of My Industry is Dying. Yeah. But she's since started her own podcast network. Podcast network, that's right. Right. Table Cakes. So, so give go. Catherine a follow because she is really talented and smart and great. Great. Yes. Uh, second act break, Adam. Second act break, Second act Bill. break, we have a song a to tune? play. Okay. Um, there's plenty of, like, New Year's songs. I know I have my own favorite New Year's song. I think I know what it is. I know you do.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: it's the zombie song. That's right. Yeah. But I feel like we've probably played that before. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to make a suggestion for a song. Great. You tell me if it works for you. I, I'm not sure if we've played it on the podcast before. Okay. Um, it is by Green Day, and it is When I Come Around.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean.
1: Play it, baby. And we'll Roll right, the tape. We'll be right back. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. back to no joke that was green day's when <laughs> When I come around... (inaudible) Billy
0: Joe. (laughs) Billy Joe Armstrong or something. Billy (laughs) Joe. (laughs) That's his
1: name, right? All right, great. So um, this is the No Joke Podcast. This is the third act of the show. Uh, This year, Adam, we uh, kicked off two different Patreon podcasts. One survived. Yes. One was called Fun Size. R.I.P. R.I.P. Fun Size. Very fun show. Candy competition show we put pit candies together head to head tasted them on air decided which was better yeah we did about 25 episodes really of fun. that and then we decided we wanted to switch it up again that's right didn't want diabetes as quickly as we were sort of uh rushing towards it yes yes so we slowed it down we slowed and, it down and we decided we wanted to interact with you guys more yeah we created the q a with BNA podcast Yes, that is on patreon yes it is still running and it, we still want your Absolutely. It is a general Q&A, not even an advice podcast. You ask us cues. We aid them to the best of our ability and and honestly. That's right. Straight up. Patreon.com slash no joke pod. I know we say it a lot. One goal for me in the new year is to grow that out. Make the episodes longer, make the episodes more interactive, make them more dynamic. But here's what I really would love. I would love for all of the listeners, all of you guys at home, yes. to kind of be the writers of that show. Hey, that's nice. To be the showrunners of that show. Hey, to man. say, this is something I think could be funny for you guys to do. Imagine yourselves, the writers of SNL, and imagine Adam and I as the cast, wow! And if you guys have scripts you want us to read, if you guys have things you want us to do, we can make that show Jeez, Bill, whatever you want. You make it dynamic. Me. Jeez! And it's like this could be a really fun opportunity <laughs> for everyone, all the listeners of No Joke, to take ownership over our talents and skills on mic. Lovely, lovely sentiment. You I know totally what I mean? echo that. I agree. That is also what I want for Q and A. yeah? I-, I love that. I think that a qu- question and answer thing is really fun and yes. can be really helpful. But I think that show can truly be what. Ever. Let's see how it evolves. Take control of that show yes. by going to patreon.com slash pod for $5 a month, you get four shows yep. every month, yep. w- once a week, yep. and we would love to see that thing Absolutely. Grow. And just uh, just to kind of reiterate this, nojokepod at gmail.com or tweet us at nojokepod. That's right. the best way to get in contact with us. Yeah. Yes. But let's make that thing pop. Love it. Cool. Love that, Bill. All right. Right back, Adam. Okay. Let's spring forward here. We talked on September, early September, we sat down with our friend Max Silvestri, who had his Netflix comedy special coming out, talked about reality TV. Yeah. Such a smart, funny person. One of my personal favorite comedians. That was one of my favorite episodes of the year. Great. I'm a huge fan of Top Chef. Yes. And he touched on one thing that what do you think? killed me. <laughs> what you th- so anyone who watches these food programming shows, it's like so much of it is just ADR. Uh, yeah. ADR is just after you've filmed all the stuff, you realize, your producers realize, oh, it would have been great if Padma had said <laughs> this in the room. Let's get her in a booth, she'll say it, and then we'll figure out a creative way of just like having that line. Arrive. Put it in after. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And that show is forty percent that. And he talked about that on great detail about how Top Chef does that, but also how his Bravo television show was almost exclusively that. Hilarious. (laughs) Where he realized that like no one understood what was going on. Yeah. So he had to explain the rules of the show like months later. (laughs) Yeah. In a in a booth. was Such a any fan of food television yes. competitive food television yes that is such a great one and he was also saying that like for most food shows the contestants make make the dish and then they'll stop down, they'll stop production and then they'll like stage the dish just so and right. just right. But right. on Top Chef, the whole like exciting thing was that it was really real time, right? right? That yeah, was yeah. like what made it like they didn't sort of like do any reality TV magic with it, right? The it, super tight shot of the perfect dish. And that's stuff right. Like that right. That's right. You make it and you throw it right in front of them. That's right. That's kind of the spirit of the yes. Show. Um, uh, we also had an amazing but uh, the years run together. But I want to say maybe two years ago, um, your fiance Marina threw an amazing birthday party for you that correct. was essentially a. Sandwich. Sandwich Top Chef challenge. It was an Italian sandwich Top Chef challenge. That rocked. Yeah, she was Padma. I was Tom. That rocked. It was a surprise. I showed up, and there was forty of my friends dressed as chefs. That was amazing. And there was just like a banquet-sized table full of just. Italian meats and different breads and tapenades and toppings, and everyone had specific challenges they needed to make, and Billy <laughs> ate all the sandwiches. It was incredible. I begged her recently, though. I was just like, Marina, can we just do that again? Run it back. Me? Please. Like, <laughs> just, run just run it run back. Run back. Right. Sandwich parade. Next episode after that, September 13th, we had an episode about Nike. Oh, we talked about Nike. And that episode was born uh, out of the fact that Colin Kaepernick became yes. the face of Nike on the dawn of the NFL season. Nike came out with this ad campaign. Kaepernick was the face of it, which was really cool. That yeah. was like a really bold and cool, but also corporately calculated PR experiment mm-hmm. that they did. It was all of the above. That's right. But that was really that was really great. Yep. Yeah. And, and then a few weeks later, yes, in October, Adam, yes, we, uh, as we often do, yes. we reached out to the listeners of No Joke and we said. What do you guys want to hear about? Yes. Sometimes we get good answers. Sometimes we get zero answers. Yeah, we got a good answer. Yes. Someone said, hey, I listen to your uh, uh, podcasts on trains, yep. on buses, yep. in cars. Yep. Tell me about your experience with public transit. Public transportation. Yeah. In my – one of my – like the lifeblood of an urban experience to me is public transportation. That yeah. That is what makes a city an awesome place to be. Right. <laughs> now, I was um, – when we put out that episode – there's sometimes we put out episodes and I, and I know – that this isn't a dynamic title. Yeah, there there isn't. This isn't going to just pull in a lot of new listeners because they're going to want public wanna... transit. Oh my god, I love transit. Two medium known comedians talking <laughs> about pub, public transit. <gasps> transit. And so there are weeks where I'm like, you know what, I'm not going to look at the numbers. I'm not going to see if this was a positive, like a successful episode yes. or whatever. I'm just going to let it be. Yes. I like weeks after. I uh, was looking through the numbers of of uh Sorry about that bill. That's okay. <laughs> I was looking through the numbers of this episode and suddenly I realized this was one of our most popular episodes. Was it really? People freaking love public transit. They love knowing about it? I don't know. Uh, let's see if there's something in the description that might have been more enticing. I wonder. Billy and Adam take a ride with the people and discuss public transportation. Cool. In this episode, they recall the perils of the Long Island Railroad, the culture of New York City subways, and their low-key love for the uh, L.A. gold line. Love the metro. Plus a second definition of the word gross. That must have been it.
0: (laughs) 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 That. (laughs)
1: That was it. A second... Honey, honey, come in. in. (laughs) Billy and Adam are giving a second definition of the word gross. A dismissal of Elon Musk. The Mole People. Oh. And Music by Most Deaf. Pretty fun episode. Good song. Pretty fun episode. I'm um, leaving on a jet plane by Most Deaf. Also, Jackson Brown made an appearance in that episode. <laughs> That's right. I had to <laughs> edit down a 14 minute Jackson yeah. Brown song. Yes. Yeah. Really fun. <laughs> yes. But that was one of the low key, surprising, popular episodes of 2018. Really impressed. Our next episode was similar to Public Transit. We discussed the Wu Tang Clan. Sure. The Wu Tang Clan. I mean, those we two things just work hand in hand. Talk about. I don't think it's informed my entire personality. Right. The Wu Tang Clan. <laughs> (laughs) Adam, was there a reason why... Did something come up with the Wu Tang clan that we're like, hey, let's talk about it, or was that a I think it was just too I mean, like, we're always to some degree thinking about the Wu Tang clan. Sure. It's just like so, like we're yeah. to our subconscious all the time anyway. Sure. And I think I don't know. I'm I don't think there was a particular peg other than it was like seemed fun to like break them down act by act, like all nine of them. It's great. It just seemed like a great nice Great for order. Yeah, exactly. There's nine of them, three in act, yes. we can work it out. Yes, exactly. Um should we read that real quick? Please. I'm, I'm also curious, why did we Billy and Adam are for the children and so is Wu Tang. <laughs> yeah. In this episode, Billy and Adam provide a quick history lesson on each member of yep. the rap group Wu Tang yep. Clan. We list all of them. Yep. How did their crew get formed? Yep. Who was the architect of it all? Yeah. And what does each member provide? Yes. These questions get answered, plus a quick tip on computer catchba and music by Method. Man. Oh, that caption, That really bore some fruit because we had some listeners really kind of give us some good info about one specific listener. One specific right. listener taught us that it's not about uh, it's not about the. Is this the catchba where you like slide your mouse? Correct. Is that the right thing yes. I'm talking about? Yes. Well, catchba actually does modern capture, CAPTCHA. CAPTCHA. The computer codes that are trying to figure out if you're a robot or not. Yes. They're actually watching uh, the way that your mouse goes to the box to click, I am not a robot. Isn't that wild? Yeah. It's it, about the path of the mouse going to the box to click, I am not a robot. If, if it, it just, like, appears, it's a robot. But if you dragged it and there's, like, human imperfection of you dragging your physical mouse, mm-hmm. you're a human. Yep. Wow, that was really revelatory. I did not know why that was that, Agreed. That Was what was being captured. Agreed. Yes. All right, so the Wu-Tang Clan. Wu-Tang. And then we started approaching uh, an important time in America. The midterm elections. The midterm election. It was fall. It was creeping up. We've obviously been sort of slogging through this Trump nightmare the whole year. So we, the midterms was a huge deal. Biggest yeah. midterm election of our life, et cetera. And there's rarely a time where you and I, uh, weeks before, um, kind of clock out a calendar and we're like, hey, on this episode and the following episode or whatever – we want to do something specific. Yes. And we want it to not necessarily be that funny. That's right. We wanted it to matter a little bit. That's right. We want it to matter a so little So the midterm is a handful of weeks away, and we had our great, smart, kind, great friend Dan Greger come on the show and talk about canvassing. He had just been canvassing for, like, Harley Ruda and maybe Katie Porter, a bunch of people in Orange County. Right. And we just sort of sat down and talked to him about that experience. Right. Yeah. And in that episode, we talked about how, like... These are the things that can, like, push the needle over. Yeah. You know, these could be the th- like, canvassing, while it sounds crazy, it's like, if you maybe do it once, you might change that one voter who might change everything. And, and all of Orange County went from red to blue. Isn't that wild? Everywhere that he and you, I believe, a, a yeah, bunch of Maggie other I friends, other yes. I mean, yeah. it changed from red to to blue. It worked. Practical change. And like statistics show that it's like, like you said, Billy, it's like phone banking is one thing and cold calling is another, thing, whatever, but like the face-to-face like canvassing like this is almost the, o- not the only, but it's like it is what works. Sure. Like that is the thing that changes minds yeah. almost more than anything else. Right. More than Facebook propaganda, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Um, but that was that was really great. Yeah, all of Orange County flipped. That's wild. And then the day before, That's nuts. I think it's the day before or right around yes. uh, maybe a day before, two days before the uh, midterm elections, yes. we decided to put out an episode a couple Days early, yeah, because we wanted to remind people what these past two years looked like. Yes, in the cycle of news, it's very easy to get caught up in what happened yesterday, yes, and it's easy to forget that 18 months ago, this also happened, yes, and that this pattern of let's call it evil, yes, in our uh, in the White House, uh, um, we calling it that is yeah. two years long now, yes, two and years so we did later. an episode called Two Years Two Years, years later. later. These two years have felt like 35 decades, right? So it was sort of nice to reflect. And look at that. Um, and I mentioned this off mic to you just before we started, but just to shout out a re- totally other podcast. Michael Barbaro in the New York Times put out this podcast called The Daily Every Day, and they did a really impressive and amazing sound audio year in review, just audio clips of 2018 that I highly recommend. Right. That was like, oh yeah, that. Right. I forgot about that. So after listening to 155 y- episodes yes. in succession of no jokes, yes. then switch over to The Daily <laughs> oh, that's right. and listen to The Year Review. That's exactly right. Adam, we have a few more minutes left. We okay, great. Few more episodes episodes left great which ones jump out to you well uh, I do just want to shout out the episode we did right after that which was um, your fiance Marina uh, had a short film come out this year called Biophilia and and when that sort of came out we had her on to talk about her short film and also movies in general specifically her favorite movie Clueless yes which is now being turned into a Broadway musical by the way I think it might have had to do with the podcast I think we again I'm not it's saying that we the the no joke curse right yes the no joke green light the no joke green light we also did an episode called Snakes Live yes Adam, Bill that was the first time that we did, uh, we imported audio while recording. That was righteous. We were rapping over our own beats. I was thinking, and I wonder if 2019, if we do something similar to that. I would like that. uh, Where we do our songs again if we want, or if we have a guest, we do a karaoke party. I would love that. Okay. I would love to do that. Okay. (laughs) So maybe we bring in more vocalist (laughs) friends, friends who can actually sing, and we have a karaoke party. Karaoke party. party. How is that? I mean, yeah, we should do that. I'm into it. We should definitely do that. I'm into it. Um, and then episode 153. Yes. Continuing to fast forward. Yes. I'm just saying this now because I wonder if this is one of the uh, episodes that is up there with printers. This is silly. TV moms. Yep. Uh, what Inane. was the other one? Uh, uh, what had beaten printers? Do you remember? What did we talk about? Wallets. Well, Wallets was obviously up wallets there. Wallets was the, up there. Yes. Mocktails. Mocktails. Bill baby. was thinking about Mocktails. Mocktails. But this is up there. Idioms. Idioms. Wordplay. Phrases. Phrases. Parts of speech, little turns of phrase. Right. Talked about those. Right. From different cultures and countries and misunderstandings and funny things. Again, end of the year, a lot to – there's a lot you can mine. There's so much that has happened. You could talk about the best albums of 2018. You could talk about the best movies. You could talk about the biggest celebrities. You could talk about all the world news that's happening. With two weeks to go, (laughs) we said, this is what people want to hear about today – Idioms. You guys are in the gold mines over there. We're going to be over here. Right. Not mining the gold you're mining. <laughs> right. we're, we're mining our own gold. We're just having a dirt ball yeah. fight. We're just throwing little we're dirt throwing bombs. dirt, and that's fine. And that's fine for us. Yes. <laughs> um, and then we did Santa Movies, and now, Adam, we're doing uh, this episode yes. reflecting on this year of No Joke. It's been a really eventful year for us. Yeah, I guess it has. Yes. I guess it has. Yes. I remember – I've said this a couple times, but when we started this 150 episodes ago – yeah. One of my low-key goals, our low-key goals, was to make this show a yearbook Yeah, where when it's all said and done, whether it's three years old, five years old, ten years old, whenever the show runs its course, we can look back and say – there was a time when all of these things happened, and now we have this yearbook to look at. It's already provided that for me. Okay. I mean, like it's all it, it, that is what this is. It's a living time capsule, like yeah. a living billion atom journal of our life. That's right, of our life. That's right. Yes, and it's pretty special. Yes, job well done. Job well done. When and my old, when I'm old, and my memory is failing me, like this will be, this will be, <laughs> this will be, this will be, this will be, this will be, <laughs> <laughs> this will be. An everlasting, everlasting love. love. Good. <laughs> good, 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 good. Freaking good. And that's what we will end yes. with. This will be an everlasting, everlasting love. love. For that love. Yeah. And for the year 2018. Amen. I am Billy Scafuri. I'm Adam Lustig. And this has been the No Joke Podcast. Yep. We will talk to you next year. Thank you very much. That was a headgum podcast.